Well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, without any fiddling and diddling. They call us the good guys. I don't know why, because we're not really that good. Well, we think we're good, but actually we're just kind of mediocre. My name is Morgan Freeman, and I'd like to welcome you to the Gary Lovett and Friends podcast. That's Gary and his brother Keith. By the way, why doesn't Keith get top billing? Hey folks, you're listening to Gary Lovett and Friends podcast. Today, they will talk with Larry Braggs from The Temptations, as well as Tower of Power. It's Gary, his brother Keith, and Larry. We happen to be very fortunate this time to bring on our next guest on the phone. He's played with Tower of Power for 14 years. He was actually the lead man for The Temptations. And he's a two-time Grammy-nominated artist. The one and only Larry Braggs. How about a nice round of applause for Larry Braggs? Woohoo! Hey, I thought you were talking about some other guy. I was like, who else is on here? <laughs> How are you this morning? How's everybody? Everybody's doing good here, Larry. It's nice to have you on, and thank you very much for just accommodating us here this morning. Oh, man, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be here, man. I haven't talked to a real human being in months. We, I could be a robocall, by the way. <laughs> hey larry here's the deal man you've been at this game for a long long time and i mentioned some of your accolades you've got two solo records that's where i want to start maybe we'll rewind a little bit but tell us about the two solo records well the first yeah the two solo records i have out the first one was called places and i i did that one when i uh first joined tower power about three four years in i think it was and myself and the guitarist uh jeff tamalier who who produced that for me, uh, we decided, hey, man, let's, let's do a record. And so we just decided to do a record, man. And we took three days and recorded that record uh, with uh, Roger Smith playing keyboards from Tower Power and an incredible bass player by the name of Bobby Vega, who actually subbed for Rocco in Tower for a minute. And um, another bass player named Daryl Anders played on that bass, who has his own record out now, and he's doing well in Europe and things like that. And... Um, and the drummer, man, drummer was a outstanding drummer out there in the Bay Area. So, and um, we had a saxophone player out there, man, that was that was amazing. Played with Prince on that particular record. So that record, just we just did it, man. We just got in Jeff's studio, and in three days, bam, we did it. And then I called Tony Lindsay, who sang with Santana at the time, and Tony Lindsay came and, and Fred Fred Ross on background vocals with good friends of mine. And uh, and and the back and a woman and lady background singer by the name of Stefani, and uh, they all came in, man, and we had just the greatest time, like in about four days, to record the whole record and put it out. And so we had a great time. It was called Places because I was writing those songs all over the place, Canada, you know, Europe, um, just all over the tour. So I just called it Places. You're the front man for Tower of Power at that time, and then you're doing a solo effort. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just trying, just trying to keep myself busy, man. I always wanted to like do it, so we just decided to do it. And the next record came because um, Donnie, I got named um, Donnie last name. Donnie, I can't think of Donnie. He's gonna hate me now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he lives in Seattle, and he had a recite, a re uh, relicensing company, you know. And we used to go to Seattle and play uh, uh, Club Jazz Alley up there, right? And so every time I went, I would like get with Donnie and he was hey Larry, come on man, record some songs for me for this relicensing uh, uh business I had. So I would do that. Next thing I know, we had we had recorded about fifty songs. Wow. You That's know, a lot of just, songs. You know, we would do like ten in a day. 
it was crazy, you know, because I was like, I was crazy. I'm like, hey, man, let's do it, whatever, you know. So we just bring out songs, we bring out the lyrics and just sing them down. And so uh, we just decided, hey, we got all these songs, man. You want to do a record? And I said, uh, sure. And so that's how the record came out, just singing, because I was just in the studio singing. <laughs> you know, whatever he put up there, I just, okay, I'll sing that one. So you, your voice does not get tired after doing that many songs for one sitting. That's that's incredible. Man, I was out. Look, Lord, the Lord blessed me with this big voice, and you know, I was I was you know I was trained as an opera singer, so I always had really good technique. So I never really wore myself out singing. And uh, Tower Power, you know, we was doing two hundred shows a year, so you had already, you had to be in shape. You know, your your instrument had to be ready to go because Tower, you know. You know, if you wasn't ready, the band just run you over. Whoever wasn't ready, we just run them over and keep going and pick them back up on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you actually end up working with Tower Power? Yeah, Donnie Morrow, that's his name, the producer. I was still thinking about who produced that that record, uh, just singing Donnie Morrow. But man, Tower Power came about. It's a funny story. I try to shorten it. I was playing and living in uh, Oakland Bay Area in uh, Fremont, California. And I had like three or four jobs. I worked at Sears in the morning. I would, I would go to Sears from seven to three. I would leave Sears at three o'clock and go work at Camp's Propane Company, filling the propane trucks from, from four to eight. And I would lock that place up, leave there, go over to San Francisco and sing at Harry Dennis Starlight Room from nine to like 1.30. And so one night, the DJ comes in and he says, hey, man, you out of audition for Tower Power. They're looking for a singer. I said, they can't be looking for a singer because they have a singer. He says, nah, you might want to make see if you can find somebody who knows Tower Power. Just so happened, the drummer I was playing with that night, uh, he knew David Garibaldi. He was friends with David. And so uh, he made a phone call, and uh, he called me and said, hey, man, you're going to get a phone call from David Garibaldi. I said, really? But David didn't call me. Emilio called me. And he was like, hey, Larry, how are you? Who is this? I'm like, who is this? So he's Emilio Castillo. I'm like, who? Because I didn't know his name, right? I had no idea who he was. So he said, it's Emilio from Tower, man. Uh, uh, I heard that you're a singer. And uh, can you send us a tape or something? Just sing a couple of songs. So back and forth, send him the songs, man. And next thing I know, I was auditioning for Tower. And my audition became a show. They called me back and said, hey, we fired our singer. Can you do the show? I said, when's the show? In three days. I said, yeah, I can do it. I can do it, man. I didn't know but two songs. So my job I was working, uh, I had another job called Stan Tasman and Associates. I quit that day. My wife was pregnant at the time. She thought I was crazy. What the hell's wrong? Why are you quitting? Carl <laughs> Power wants me to sing in three days. I got to learn all these songs. I had like 25 songs that Jeff Tamalier gave me, the guitar player. He said, learn all these. So I sat home for three days, 72 hours, something like that, man, and just sat in front of the radio or the stereo cassette player and just listened to Tower Power for three days. Yeah. Went to Reno, Nevada, and did the show. Well, you know what I want to do right now? I want to pick uh, Tower of Power song that you were actually doing the lead vocal. So 14 years with them. Is there any one in particular that we could showcase here on the show? Well, everybody always asked me to do me and Mrs. Jones. So oh, that- my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, I want that. Okay. So we have Larry Braggs from Tower of Power. We'll get into the temptation stuff after the song. Seeing one of my all 
all-time favorite R&B songs, Me and Mrs. Jones.
great song and a great rendition and Larry I'm going to say it right here now I like it better than Billy Paul's oh man that, that, that's a big compliment I really appreciate that but he was the man on that one he was the man and, you know it's really really funny to say that because a good friend of mine uh, up in uh, Boston Larry Salvucci he, uh, his son found an article that Billy Paul had commented on on a Facebook page before he passed away he was talking about that 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 particular song, me and Mrs. Jones, and talking about Tower of Power. And he said, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something to him, say that I never thought I'd hear somebody do my all-time favorite song and do it better. I agree. And I was like, you got to be kidding. <laughs> it's got to be kidding, you know. But it was a compliment. And I really, I was like, I was floored just to hear him read that to me. I was like, wow. All right. I, I know you're going to correct me here. Well, maybe you won't, but I always thought it was an infidelity song. No, I can actually give you the background of it. Um, they said that uh, uh, when they wrote the song, you know, down in, uh, it was Gamble and Huff, I think it was. Um, I think it was those two guys. If I'm wrong, I, please don't beat me up about it. No, not at all. They had the office that they worked in, they, they had a restaurant or a bar downstairs, and they would sit at the bar and just chat it up in between, like, whatever sessions they was doing. And they said it was just a, an older man and a woman just sitting in the corner talking. They said they didn't know if it was like his daughter or whoever it was, but they just saw them sitting in the corner. And they said that's how they wrote that song about that, just them in that corner. Oh, okay. So that clears things yeah. up. Hey, yeah. hey, folks, by the way, you are listening to, or we are talking to, I should say, to the one and only Larry Braggs. Larry was the lead man for Tower of Power also, The Temptations. So take us to The Temptations years, if you would, Larry. Oh, well, the last four years I was in The Temptations, and I had left Tower Power, and I was doing my own thing, and I was sitting in a restaurant having dinner, dinner with a young lady, and, and uh, the phone rang, and it was a California number. And I said, who is this? And it was The Temptations drummer. His name is Aaron. We call him TD. And Aaron... We had met five years ago just at a Tower Power conference, just in the back. He was friends with the sound guy. And he told me, he said, man, I really like the way you sound, man. You kind of remind me, not the same voice, but just the same energy as Ollie Woodson, who was the singer for The Temptations. Yes. At one point. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, my pops would really love you. I'm like, your pops? Who's your pops? He said, Otis Williams. I'm like, oh, really? So, yeah. So, fast forward five years. That was the end of that conversation. I didn't go any further. Five years later, my phone rang. I'm at that dinner. It's staring. He goes, hey, man, it's staring. And I said, wait a minute, man. Don't tell me that Otis wanted to call me. He goes, yep, in five minutes. And I hung up the phone. The phone rang again. And it says, 
long distance phone call for Larry Bragg. Okay, now I think it's a joke because who says that in, in the you know year two thousand something? Long distance phone call for Larry Bragg. I'm like long distance. There's no long distance phone call anymore. It's, it's a cell phone. So, and it was Otis Williams, and he said, "Hey man, it's Otis Williams from The Temptations." I went, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, I was talking to my I was talking to my son, Darren, and I was going to make a change in the group." And he told me, Pop, you need to check out this guy, Larry Braggs, who's single Tower of Power. He said, we set up and we watch your videos. And he said, I told my son, hey, get him on the phone, man. He's a temptation. And that's how I got the job with the temptations. And obviously, that's like got to be like top top of the mountain there. Top of the mountain, man. You know, to play with the all-time, all-time boy band, I should say, because they are the original boy band. They certainly were, and people forget that because obviously time goes by, and you know they talk about the boys' bands or the boy bands from the '80s and such. But '60s Motown, that was the boy bands. They've been voted the number one male vocal group of all time, six great decades. Yeah, and and they all they all just had this this thing about themselves, man. It was like these five shooting stars that came together at one time. And you probably never see that again. But, you know, for Otis to keep that going over the past, you know, you know, six decades, man, it's, you know, the Temptations always, you know, keep moving. And they've always had some great singers in it. And uh, I just had, I got to say that I had the pleasure of singing with one of the most underrated singers, I think, in the music business to me. And that was Terry Weeks, who's been with the Temptations for about 25 years. And he's just the workhorse of that group. And no matter what happens, if somebody goes down, Terry just takes up the ball and keeps singing. So he is a singer's singer to me, man. And I just had the pleasure of singing with him. And I think he's one of the greatest underrated singers of all time. Well, we want to do a temp song here. And then I'm going to ask you about the dance moves after that, because it's not just about what you hear on the radio. It's watching you guys live on stage in person or on TV. I don't think there were any moves like that. I, I tried doing the moves today, but I'm more like George McFly from the movie Back to the Future, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, people think it's easy, man, to do those steps and sing. It's a, it's a lot of work. And me never being a five, me never being in a five-man group before, and to do that and have to be in a certain spot and certain things and all the hands and everything and the feet. So it, it's a lot of work, man. It's a workout. It well, really is. I would, I, the sports analogy that I would give for the Temptations is like five quarterbacks that can pass, that can run, and can think at the same time. Yeah, and it's a 5-2 group, incredible. man. The whole group had to be 5-2 players. Yep, it really were. So what temp song can we do here right now that you want us to play? Oh, well... The one, one that I sang on? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, well, the new record we did is called Temptations All the Time. And um, there's a song that we covered on there. And I also wrote a song on that particular record. So let's, let's, let's play the one I wrote. How about that? Sounds good. And it's called Move Them Britches. <laughs> <laughs> fun song, man. It's called yeah, Move Them I can imagine. Move... Those, or move them britches, right? Move them britches, yeah. Move them britches. Jeez, I'm looking forward to hearing this. This is going to be fun. All right, take a listen to Move Them Britches, Larry Bragg's Temptation Days. Just from down below 
You know what? <laughs> for all the stores I go into for now on, especially like uh, the Walmarts, <laughs> I'm going to just bolt it out and say, move them britches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want to see you guys do that live, though. Man, I hope so. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a new solo project, man. I'm working on a new group. I'm working with a new group, too, but I'm also doing a new solo project that comes out. September 2nd, the release of my new single, and it's called Confession. It comes out the second, but I think you guys ought to play it first. We're already doing the interview. I might just let you go ahead and just drop that in there and play that and let people hear it and just give them, you know, a review of what's happening with the song. You know what? We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Here's a matter of fact. This is what we're going to do. We're going to call ourselves the leaders in the music and entertainment business because we have Larry Bragg's song before anybody else. How's that? <laughs> That's going to be cool, man. That's going to be cool. And uh, and uh, it's uh, and I'm working with a new, I have a new group that I'm going to start the tour with whenever we break in 2021. It's called the Bone Shakers and Braggs. <laughs> I love it. And uh, Randy Jacobs, man, back in the 80s, he had a band called uh, Was Not Was. I remember. Yep. 
He had a song called uh, Walking the Dinosaur. And Randy has a group called The Bone Shakers that he's been had for a few years. And uh, the lead singer, Sweet Pea, who was the lead singer for uh, Was I Was, Sweet Pea passed away a few months back. And uh, we're going to miss a man, great guy. And uh, so I'm replacing Sweet Pea as the lead singer with The Bone Shakers and Brag. And we're working on a new project, too. And if you know the Bone Shakers, they're like a powerful man, just power, blues, funk group, man. And I'm like, it's like, it's a big thing to do. And I'm happy to be working with Randy Jacobs and those guys, man, from the Bone Shakers. I'm looking forward to that. Larry Braggs, who sang lead for the Tower of Power, as well as the Temptations. So the Larry Bragg solo project is out on September 2nd, and then it's going to be Bone Shakers and Braggs, which will be coming out after that. Is that right, Larry? Yeah, in 21, 2021, Bone Shakers and Braggs. Man, you don't stop. You're like the marathon man. Hey, man, I'm trying. I'm writing, and I'm also writing a book of poems and quotes right now, so I'm doing that. And I'm just, just trying to stay busy, man. You know, and, and my son, is he's writing songs, and he's trying to get his career off the ground, so... He's 19, and you know, so I'm working with him. And I don't know. I just finished David Sanborn's record last uh, this past last year, and I sang on his new record. So all that's just coming out, and so and he actually did a Temptation song, "Can't Get Next to You," and we sang that on David Sanborn's new record. I, I know it well. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Larry Braggs, thank you very much for coming on this morning and being our guest on Gary Lovett and Friends. You are you are fantastic. Hey man, thank you guys for having me. Anytime you need me, just give me a call. I'll be there. <laughs> it, 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 and Larry, one more thing. I almost forgot. Can you teach me how to do those moves? Yeah, man. Are you have insurance? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry Braggs. That was the best insult that I've had over the past month, and I've had a lot. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Take care, my friend. All right. Bye-bye. Help me somebody. Producer Dave here from pod617.com. A reminder to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts. Wherever you find it, you can always go to pod617.com for the full library of this show. In pod, we trust. 